Friday morning, Kipurim, Friday Kipurim. Um, starting today, Rishul Tavimori, starting a, a new parak, the fifth parak on Lamad Omad Base. We'll go straight into the Mishnah there. Einam Omidin des Padel Elam Interf Kobed Roish. A person can only daven with a frame of mind with Kobed Roish. He has to daven, as Rashi says, Bahachnah. He has to daven with a uh, being subdued, know, bef- know before whom he's standing, i.e., in front of our Kodesh Baruch. Chasidim are Yishonim. The earlier Chasidim, Hayishon Shor Achas, they would wait one hour for Mitzvahlin and then they would daven. Kedeshi Echavenu Libam Labiem Shabashamayim. In order that they would be able to direct their hearts to their Father in heaven. To God notes, Surely you should have said, For you show him show Achaz, Kedeshi Echavnu, Libam Labiem Shabashamayim, and then his father, and then he began to daven. The reason surely should have been, the reason is Kedeshi Echavnu Libam is the reason why they waited, not the reason why they doubled. So it says the God, the order of wording here is a little strange. You know what the God says? Come and see if anyway, it's quite a simple answer. No, 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 no mistakes here. <laughs> what? That's what he suggested. No, no switching around today. Just because it's Purim, but uh... <laughs> so he says the answer is, this part is part of it. What do you think they did in that hour? They daven, they daven to Hashem, they should open up their, as we do, Hashem Tzvah Tzvah we don't spend an hour on it, but we daven to our Kodesh Baruch, they should give us the Yatzvah to be able to daven with Kavana. That was part of what they were doing. That's how you read the Mishnah, you show him Shohachat, he would wait one hour, um is in, as well as davening in that time, Kedeshi Yechavnu Nibam Nabiyam Shabbat Shamayim, in order that they would be able to have Kavana in their davening. It's the Shemana Esri, correct. The Domini will be the Shemana Esri, correct, yeah. They waited an hour together with the... We're going to see this in the Gemara later on. They waited an hour, and Domini, I suppose, they should have Kavana. Then they would Domini the Shemana Esri for an hour, and then they had to wait an hour afterwards to, so to speak, uh, come, back, come back down to earth. In other words, they spent nine hours every day, look, um, Domini. Nine hours every day. We'll see this in the Gemara Esri, so the, the, the thing is like this. Uh, the other thing he says is, and it's something I mentioned last week, I think, is that he says, means that we have to understand the purpose of davening is not for our own needs. We're davening, number one, because of what Kral Yisrael needs. That Kral Yisrael, all their needs should be met, that we should be bishlem. But more to the point, we're davening for our Kodesh Baruch of his honour. As I mentioned, I think on, on, in the, the, the Shabbat Shem, Shem Shem Pinker says, when we dub, we don't dub for our own needs. When we say Borech Halim, it's not because we need the Paranosha. It's because we know that if we're in need, if we're in pain, then you can be rest assured that the, the Shechina is also suffering, Kaviyotho. And that's what we're davening. We're davening for an end to the Tzar Ashkin. That's what it means, Kedeshir Chavnu, Libam, Le'Aviyem, Shabbat They took the hours to contemplate that what we are davening is not our own needs. What we're davening for is the Shekhinah. Last sin in the Mishnah is, even if the king greets him, if you're in the middle of Shemana and the king greets you, you're not allowed to interrupt. You don't answer him. 
even if a snake is wrapped around his ankle, lo yaptik, he's not allowed to be mafsikish manasre. And this the Rabbi Yenu says means to take a walk. You're not allowed to walk in the middle of Shemana Esra. The Quran challenges it. That's what the, that's what the Rabbi Yenu says. We've got two dinner with the answer. Another one is once you're involved in the Shemana Esra, you're not allowed to talk. Even if the king greets you, you don't answer. Again, the Gemara will clarify we're not talking about Sakhanas Nefosh, We're not talking about whether there's a danger to life. And the other thing is when the snake is wrapped around his ankle, same idea, he's not allowed to start walking around in order to try and coax the snake to get off. Again, we're talking about whether there's, there's no Pekorah Nafis. So says the Gemara, Minohanimini, from where do we get this idea? Where do we get this halacha? What's the source that a person, when he doesn't, it has to be with a feeling of hachna, a feeling of being subdued. Where does that come from? So Omar Rabbi Elazar says, Rabbi Elazar, to Omar Karah, because the Potsik says, Vihi moras nofesh. And she was bitter of soul, literally. This, this is talking about Chano, when she was davening. She was moras nofesh, meaning that she was feeling that, that uh, feeling of desperation. She realized how much she dumped, she relied on HaKadosh Baruch Hu. In fact, this is, this is perhaps uh, uh, another point. What is Kavona and Tzvila, by the way? We're talking, talking about Kedeshi, Chavnu Levon Naviyam Shemashimai. Perhaps we should have spoken about that first. What is Kavona and Tzvila? Sorry, you can't hear. How much concentration? So, does that mean, therefore, if I say to Hashem, this, I mean, again, this comes from Shem Shem Pinkus. Pirish Hamidus obviously is, is a basic truth, but he says, come on, and people think it's like this. You tell me this is what you meant. He says, people think, come on, it's like this. That I've got a sponsor, I really need, I need a thousand pounds. That's come on. And you know what real Kavana is? Real Kavana is Hashem, please, I really, really, really need a thousand pounds. <laughs> he says, that, that's what people think. That's Kavana, that's real Kavana. He says, it's not Kavana, that's not real Kavana. He says, Kavana is God. That is true, but again, is that the kavon? We're not asking what you should be thinking. We're asking about what is kavon. Because he's what? I think, we, I, think, I think we have a Rav Shimshon Pinkus in the making here. That's more or less what Rav Shimshon Pinkus says. He says exactly that. He says that, he says, Kavono is, he says, it's the realization you say to Hashem, look, I need a thousand pounds. You're the only one who can help me. That's why I'm dominating to you. And he says, real Kavono, if you want to know what real Kavono is, to so say to Hashem, look, I need a thousand pounds. If I don't get it, I'm going to die. I'm absolutely desperate. I know there's no one else who can answer, who can help me out. You're the one. That's why I'm doubling to you. So therefore, the real Kavon, if you want, is just that, that extra realization that I'm so dependent on Hashem, and if He doesn't answer me, I'm finished. But that's exactly what Kavona is. Kavona is the realization 
of how much I rely on Hashem. And he's the only one who can help me, because as he says, he's the God. He's the one who can, who can do it. So finally, we have Chano here. <coughs> she was bitter of soul, literally. And that's where we learn, that's the first source the Gemara wants to suggest for um, this idea that a person has to daven with Hashanah, with this feeling of, of uh, being subdued. Says the Gemara, Mimai, who says, what sort of raya is that? Zilma Chano Shani, maybe Chano was different. You know why she davened with this extra feeling of, of hachna, of being, of being subdued? That's because we know how desperate her situation was. That's it. She wanted a child. So she was so bitter. She was so bitter. Her heart was so bitter. So therefore, that's why it was. So who says for everyone, a person who gets up and is, is regular, he's got what he needs. So who says when he davens, he's got to feel that hachna? Different pasuk. It's a pasuk we say as we come into shulam imatovu va'ani berechatecha, and I, with the abundance of your kindness, over the secha, I come to your house. Eshtacha ve'elhechal kotrecha biyir osecha. I will bow down to the hechal of your holiness biyir osecha with your fear. So you see that when I daven again, it's eshtachabe el heichal kotshachab biyerasecha. I'm davening with this feeling of fear. Says the Gemara, still, still not a good proof. Who said that posit? David Hamelah. Mimai. So who says that helps us? Dilma David Shani. Maybe David was different. Because he made himself feel that extra pain with a lot of rachamim. Now. For pastors, what that means to say is, to say, Tietif, I think it is, that because he was always davening, she was always davening, so she keeps keep davening, eventually she had that extra hachmol. The Marashal says, it was made of chassidah. Got no right that Dovah Tamerah, maybe Dovah Tamerah went ahead of, uh, ahead of the rest of the law. But the truth is, <coughs> perhaps we could have said, we could have said, you know why Dovah made himself have this extra rachmol? Is because he was a king. And we're going to see later on that, Sashem, that the approach of a king to Tzvila is different to that of other mere mortals. Because whereas we, where we bow just in two brothers, beginning and end of two brothers, a king, a king has to bow throughout the Shemona Esra. Once he bows, he doesn't get up, the Gemara is going to say. I mean, according to one notion at least. And Rashi says there, you know why? Because the greater you are, the more hachnah you have to feel. The greater you are, the more covered you get in this world, the more you've got to bring yourself down when you daven to Hashem. To realize how small you are before Hashem. So maybe we could have said that's what it means here as well. Dilma David Shani, maybe David's different, because he was the king, he knew how much people were dependent on him. But he had to ask for the extra mercy. He was dominating for a whole nation. He was that king. Therefore, Mitzayin Hashem, he had to bring himself down. He had to do extra things to make himself those artificial uh, compressions, or whatever you want to call it, just to make himself realize how small he was in front of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That's why David Mitzayin Hashem, Baruch HaMitzubah, because he had to also expect Rachman because he was the king. Sure, sure. No, no, 
Well, very... Exactly, why don't you take the other Fosuk then? Very nice saying, well, we're talking about the... We're talking about the other... The other Fosuk. We're talking about the Chinam and the Fonam Skoda Oret. Uh, sorry, the one in... The Friday night one. But... You just shifted the question. So take the other one. Take the one of Chinam and the Fonam Skoda Oret. Says the... Says... It wants to use the Fosuk... From the Mizma and the Dovid that we see on Friday night to prove it, because um, the Mesechus Megillah, because the Mesechus Megillah wants to prove from there, Shaimim Ovis, the Gvurit, the Kudush Hashem, the Yutkes Barachos, taking a connection to Askaros. Remember, number one in Mesechus Megillah it says that the first three Barachos are learned out from that, that Mizma. We learned out earlier one of the reasons that we say 18 Barachos is because it says the name of Hashem in that Mizma 18 times. So therefore, you see this Mizma that we say on Friday night. Has a special connection to Tfilah, the Tfilah Shemena Esri. So therefore, it'd be extra good if we could find something in there to do with the way we approach Tfilah. That's why we're looking to be Medayik to derive from that Potuk, which, which is written, written in that Pasha. That other one of Chido is not written in that Pasha. So the kids said, the Potuk we're referring to here, when we say, is not the one of Chilom and Aphonov, because then it would have been explicit. It's the one of Mizma and Adobid, which talks about Tefillah, and in that same Mizma, which we've learned everything about Tefillah, is the key to how to approach Tefillah. What's that? Hishtachabal Hashem Bahadras Kodesh. Don't read it. Bahadras El Bahadras. Okay, yeah, but that, 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 that's when you hear the code of Hashem. It doesn't talk about you, the way you're supposed to... One that makes a midball, we want something to, to, relating to us. Okay, carries on the Gemara. So that's one source. Says the Gemara, in fact, no. The Gemara the is still going to question this. Mimai, who says? Who says you're supposed to start playing with the words here? Really, maybe, perhaps I would say to you, Hadras Mamas. Why you, who says you should start playing with the words in the Portuguese? If Dovid Amalek wrote, the Hadras Kedesh, he meant the Hadras Kedesh. He didn't mean the Hadras Kedesh. He means the way you should approach Tefillah is the Hadras Kedesh. What does that mean? He heard the Rabbi Huda, that's the Rabbi Huda, have a Messiah in Nafshev, or the Matzli. When he davened, he would first dress himself appropriately, the right hat, the right, uh, the right clothing, the right time of year, and then he would daven. That's what it means. But the hadra askedish hodor, dress yourself appropriately, and then daven. Vada matzni, and then he would daven. And Omer Amnachim by Yitzchak, Rada says Amnachim by Yitzchak. He says, okay. Finally, here's the fossil. This is the one. Mehocha is from here. If do as Hashem biyira v'gidu berada. Serve Hashem with fear. The gidu berada will come to you in a second. The Ibdu Es Hashem Yira, when you serve Hashem, we know Ein Aveda Aveda Halev is Tefillah. That's right. So when you daven, it should be Biyira. With that sense of Yira. Ask the Gemara, my Vigidu Berado. Then what does it mean, Vigidu Berado? Vigidu means, and rejoice, Berado means with trembling. Now, obviously that sounds like a bit of a contradiction, doesn't it? If you're rejoicing, you're not trembling. If you're trembling, you're not rejoicing. Because they don't normally go hand in hand. 
So in which case, it's a very good question. So what's it got to do with the, with the fact that we've just typed up the potuk? If there is Hashem the Yerah, it's talking about Tefillah, dominating with Yerah. Oh, we've really got somebody, uh, have, has, has you want to come give the shit here? <laughs> See, uh, we're, 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 we're going to come to that in a second. Very good. That's, that, that's, we've moved from research and Pinkus to Rabini Yonah. Going up the ranks here. We'll come to that, we'll come to that uh, in a minute. But, um, before we get to that, but what's the question of the Gemara? Why is it, what's the Gidu Berada? The Gemara says, what's the Gidu Berada? What sparked the Gemara to suddenly ask this question here? It's dumb, it should be a question. Why the Gidu Berada? Why is it, the Gemara is just asking you, Dara Take a look at Tosfus on the top of Lamed Allah Pomad When I say the top, in fact, it's one, two lines down. The Mokin Gidu Shantirad. It should be over here, but it's printed over there. So he, he's already going on the answer to Gemara, but says Tosfos, Peshuto Shal Mikra. The portion of the Shas and the Pasuk is like this: If the Es Hashem Biyira, Serv Hashem, because of the way the God says it, for the Biyira Sainesh, I'm scared of what will happen if I don't serve Hashem. Uchasheyava Yomra Ada, and when it comes the day of trembling, i.e. the days, the fearful, the fateful days of Moshiach, go Gemara, all the wars, Tagiru, you'll be able to rejoice. That will be your that will be your reward. The Hakim of Furish be Yerushalmi. That's exactly what it says in Yerushalmi. If there is Hashem Biyira, Hainu Tzfilo Deikre Avedo. Now this is the truth. Is, this, this really is, is a separate text. He's already going on what we just said. If there is Hashem Biyira, the Hakim of Furish be Yerushalmi. Full stop. It should be a full stop. I think they say. I think. Yeah, it's a full stop. Hashem is a separate point. Now, we'll just do the next post, so to speak. If there is Hashem Biyira, I'm a Tzfilo, that Tzfilo, the Ikri Abedi, which is called Abedi, to the Tanya B'Tzifriyah, we've learned from the Tzifri, or the Obzer, because of Abedi, to Tzfilo. Abedi is Tzfilo. Says the God, what did Tosus want? Does Tosus do this on every posse? Every posse of the Gemara Zashon, does Tosus tell us what the posse Peshat is? So why does Tosus tell us the posse Peshat is? Must be something that was bothering Tosus. What was bothering Tosus? Says the God, the question we just asked. Why did the Gemara suddenly ask, oh, what's Peshat Vigidu Biradi? What's it got to do with us right now? It should have been a pot of stuff. How do you touch up? Vigidu Biradi, joy, rejoicing, trembling, how do the two go hand in hand? That should have been a standard question. Says the God, and that's what Tosus is coming to answer. Because if you would have typed the potluck literally, simply, then we wouldn't have had the question. It makes sense. If there is Hashem Yerah, serve Hashem with Yerah, in other words, use your Yerah now, and then in the future, when, when everyone else is trembling, you'll be able to rejoice. That would have made sense. But now that you've said that if there is Hashem Yerah refers to Tzfidah, if there is Hashem Yerah means the way, the medium through which you should be davening is the Yerah, so then, surely, the last part of the potluck also means the Gilu, there other rejoice through trembling. How can you rejoice through trembling? That's the Gemara's question. That's what we're going to come to. Answers the Gemara, and that's what the Gemara is coming to answer. Omar Rabadu Bar Masna, Omar Rabo, the Mokon Gilo Shon Tehera Odo. In the place where there is trembling, there, sorry, the Mokon Gilo, in the place of rejoicing, Shon Tehera Odo, there, there should be trembling. Now again, 
Um, presumably, we, we could have said what that means. It's the Mokim Gila. Maybe we could have said that means in a shul. We have decided that Gila is the place that where, where we govern. But according to what uh, Young Gershlik says, and I think that Avin Yenah says as well, it's the same sort of idea. He says the shout of the Pasuk is, because we know as well, we've got Ifdu Es Hashem B'Simcha. More person today, Ifdu Es Hashem B'Simcha, we've got Ifdu Es Hashem So which one am I supposed to be serving Hashem with? The answer is exactly. It's both. If you serve Hashem B'Yira, then you'll realize how great Hashem is, you'll realize how amazing, how lucky we are to have such a Father in Heaven, you'll rejoice. It's only if you, if you, if you want, but very often, I'm going to give you a motion, a hafzil, a hafzil, a hafzil, a hafzil, a for more. You know, children, very often, their favorite teacher is very often the one who has the best control of the class. They've got a certain respect, a certain theory. The ones they muck up, so the teacher has to make a fool of himself, they have no respect, they don't particularly like him, etc. The ones, very often, if I think back, you often watch the ones where the, the Rebbe is, contro- is in control, that's the ones they have the, they enjoy the lessons most, and they have the, big, the biggest uh, respect. So they often have that, I think. And that's the, Lahabdil, Lahabdil is, is with Hashem as well. It's like, again, Mentor Shushan Pinkett once again, he says, it's like a child whose father, I think I've said this before, is, is the policeman. He says, the child goes around saying, my father the policeman, my father, he's so proud of his father. Like, like a prince, you know who my father is? My father is... You don't find the, 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 the son of the dustman going around, you know who my father is, you know. It's only the one who's got a father who's in a prominent position. That's the one who... If we realise the reason why we've got the year of Hashem is because of who Hashem is, then we'll, then we'll rejoice. Abayi have a kame Abayi was sitting in front of Rabba. Chodzi edavo kaboda abtubo. And Rabba noticed... Rabbi was the Rebbe, he saw that Abaye was, he was very, very happy. Omar, he said to him, what are you doing? The Giro Berabakste. You're not supposed to be rejoicing. The Giro Berabakste, we said. The only place to rejoice is when there's a mitzvah. What are you doing? Rejoicing like that. You should be trembling. So Omar, he said to him, I'm not feeling Malachno. I'm wearing Tefillin. Now, if we look at Rashi, Rashi is a little bit, a bit, a bit out of order here. He says, Kobodat Tuvo. Three lines up in the Rashi. Yosem Midai. He was laughing more. He was overdoing it. The Nireh Kapurik Ol. It looked like he was throwing off the yoke. Throwing off the yoke of heaven. So, Rabbi said to him, What are you doing? And he said, Don't worry, I'm wearing the Tfilin. Says Rashi, Tfilin Malach, no. Vehim Ezel Shemem Shedat Tony Alai. They provide testimony that I'm cognizant of our Kodesh Baruch They provide the, the testimony. Therefore, you don't have to worry. It doesn't look like I'm being prayed. Oh, because everyone can see I'm wearing the Tzvidah. No, next Gemara. Rabbi Yirmiyah, the Yosef, come into Rabbi Zeyro. Rabbi Yirmiyah was sitting in front of Rabbi Zeyro. Chod Yedabok Rabbi Zeyro thought that, he saw that Rabbi Yirmiyah was in a sickly, jovial mood. Omani he said to him, Bechol Etzev Yehiyah Moisar Ketiv. He writes in the Pasuk, Bechol Etzev, with every feeling of Etzev is sadness, there will be gain. Gain. There will be gain. And Rashi says here, Bechol Etzev Yehiyah Moisar, it's gone backwards now, 
Kesha'odomare et atnai etse or otsev yehyele sacha. You'll get rewards for it. Now, that does not mean, as the Rabbi Niyonon says, depression. That's definitely not what it means. It does not mean that a person should walk about around depressed. Yeah? He said very often, Etzev actually can also, the posh shas in the posh, he says is, is to work hard. That's, so, so to Etzev, it doesn't mean depressed. Again, it's the same ideas we've talked about before. Only the Simchotva, Mitzvah, and that year old, bring to the Simchotva, Mitzvah, etc. But I want to ask you, so what did he answer? First, what did he answer? Omalisi said to him, I'm not spinning my nachma. I, I'm wearing spinning, so there's nothing to worry about. Pretty much the same story. There was only one difference in the story. What was the difference? Between the two stories we just had. What was the difference? <coughs> oh, which possible? Now, why the change in possible? The Giro Berado sounds like a chiyot. The Giro, it's an imperative. The Giro Berado. If you rejoice with trembling. Because it sounds like you'll gain from it. Doesn't sound like it's a chiyot. So why did he change? Why did he say to him, the Giro Berado? I think, possibly, possibly we could suggest, if you look at the rift, you'll find in the rift, the rift doesn't have, in the first story, there's another difference the rift has. You know what that is? In the first story, he didn't answer him, I'm wearing spinning. If that's the case, it could well be, we can answer the question, what's that? In the first case, the with Abayi and Rabbo, Abayi wasn't wearing spinning. So Rabbo said to him, you're not wearing spinning, Mama Shvigiru Berodo is a chiyot, what are you doing? You're not even wearing spinning. Look at what it looks like. Now, again, uh, there's two ways of taking this answer. I'll just go with, depending on whether you're Madai, in fact, the Rashi has got a, a, a different order. But I won't go with that. Let's just go with, keep it simple. Let's just say that the order of Rashi is slightly out of order. Let's say it should have been the other way around. So what did he say to him? He says, Nira kaperik It looks like you're being totally cold. What's going on it? He says, Begino Barabashif. Says that I'll be the owner. The reason why he doesn't like the risk for Shah, he says, Do you honestly think that Rabbah suspected Abayi of rejoicing about something which wasn't a Dabash on Mitzvah. See, he wasn't wearing spinning. He, he thought he was rejoicing about the latest football, uh, football scores. And what do you think? This is Abayi here. So I think the answer is, Rabbi, in the end, and therefore he, go, he goes off with a slightly different shot. But I think shot may well be, Rashi is very, very careful with this lotion. What did he say? The near air completely oh. He didn't say you are being perical. I suspect you are being perical. He said, I'm worried about what other people are going to think about. Remember, there's a lot of people out there who will think he's rejoicing about the football school. Sadly, they don't appreciate who Abai is. Look what it looks like. The Shem Hashem. You're not wearing spin. There's nothing to suggest there that you're rejoicing about a double Shem That's what he said to him. In the case of Rabbi Yirmi and Rabbi Deira, however, he was wearing to finish. He said to him, I, okay, it's true that I can't say to you it's a chiyot to be trembling, but you're wearing spinning. But still, are you not worried that maybe still people may misconstrue it? So he said, no, because I'm wearing spinning. What does Rashi say? Again, so precise the lotion. He says, it's not just like a, a clue of what I'm rejoicing about. It's an edus. An edus is like testimony. Testimony, there's no doubt about it. Everyone can see 110% that what I'm rejoicing about must be because of the spirit. Yeah? That, that could well be why they quote different sukkim. The first story there was no spirit, so he says, this is Mamasha, uh, it's an Issa. 
The Gidu Barobox did. The other one he says is, look, I know you're wearing the spinner, but still you've gained more if you play down your, your rejoicing. And you know what the, the Rabinian, again, the Rabinian is going with the same sort of theme throughout. He says, you know why he was rejoicing over the spinner? Because he says he wasn't able to wear spinner in the past few days. He's had stomach problems. He says, that's why I'm rejoicing now. It's over the mitzvah. And he says, so to with Abai, he must have been the same sort of thing. He was rejoicing over the, over the mitzvah he was able to perform. The answer is, good question, you're asking from, from, from the Gemara where it says the, the, the Malchonim that they, they, who was met, met, met in the street and they, they, that they, he was told that these are the B'nai Olam Abor and they asked him, what do you do? And they said, we, we make people happy. The answer is, number one, to make other people happy is, is, uh, is definitely, uh, that's, that's point number one, but more than that, what I understand, I can't stress enough, that's the worst thing in the world. So Rabbi Yon already says it. The worst thing is for a person to be depressed. It's a Yitzhahara. A person has to look with Simcha. He has to be smiling, he has to make other people happy. But, at the same time, he's got to be careful that it doesn't go over the top. That was the Lashon Rashi. It's Yitzhah Midai. We're going to see this soon. Because once a person gets to what's called Kalos Rosh, that's where the danger sets in. But 100% a person always has to be, should always be with, with that uh, feeling, feeling of Simcha. I'll tell you something, they say Rebchai knows it, but he had a fixed smile on his face. He would be speaking on the phone, no one could see him, he'd see his smile on the phone. All the time, he smiled, smiled. There are, there, they say, I think, Rebchai Basman was a little bit lofty, he very, very, very rarely smiled. Or laughed, at least. They say one of the times was, you see, that, you see why this was. Because one of the times, I don't know if it's twice, I don't know if it's, but one of the times it was definitely because, I think it was Kukha Torah, and the Chodit Chaim was very, very elderly, he was sitting there, and all of a sudden, uh, uh, and he got up and he started dancing in front of him. Uh, quite a lively dance in front of the Chodesh and he smiled at that point. You can see, that, that was his, his joy in life. They say the reason why he didn't smile is, again, because of the Chorban. But again, not because Chas Hashanah is depressed. Sure, exactly, exactly. Exactly, they, they, they say, I think, I think it was, uh, I think it was Rabbi Charles Salanti, he once saw somebody walking around, I don't know, it's Erev Rosh Hashanah, or Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, something like that. And he was looking very, very serious, and he went over to him, and he said, he said, uh, he said, why, why are you looking so serious, so depressed? So he said some, something to the effect of, because basically it's Rosh Hashanah, I'm scared. So he was to said, because you're scared, because you're scared, you're scared, I have to suffer? I have to look at you depressed? They say he yeah, the same with the Master of Rosh Hashanah, as well, he told something, I think it was Rosh Hashanah again, or Yom Kippur, he said, you can smile today, I'll, 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 I'll take that prize. And if people think it's in such a serious day, you're a kidding, you can't smile. You can't. That's not what it is, it's a young book. There has to be the Gino Barabbas, we said, the, the fear and the... Says the Gemara, Ma b'reid ravina obat hilula libreid. Ma the son of ravina, he made a chasen of his son, chazon hu l'rabonon d'abu kabot chay tuvah. He saw that the rabonon were laughing at us. Tobot l'amidala pomidala... The icy kiss cut of the micro, that arba meozuze. He brought a, a cup of micro which 
basically is a, is a, a very, very expensive type of, type of glass. Went to the gift, it's like a cup of the maker. It's, it's, it's what they call white glass. And that's what they would, uh, that's, that's what he brought along. Bath Arbanel does it, it's worth 400 zuz. The Tomar Kamayu, and he broke it in front of them. The Arsibu, and they all became a little upset. And this is where it comes from, the idea, as a chuppah to break the glass. Nope. The Arsashtis is only if it's serving no purpose. There's no problem with Arsashtis if it's serving a purpose. We'll see, we'll see soon. Why, why 400 zuz? Why glass? Oh. Oh, very good. So we'll see if the two events are Hashem. I'll suggest the Pshat. Building up in the, the last, last 10 minutes, we'll connect them to Purim. So, he broke it in front of them and they all became a little sad. And this way it comes from the Minas, the Tosas rather stopped there. Mikan Noagulishma is the Chokhis Penisuid. From here, is the minag to break the glass at at the at There's various various pshatim given in that. But one, one one of the the, the pshatim is the gonzer to be connected to what we're going to say in a second. It says because people could be very depressed when they get married. They think to themselves, "I'm getting married. Why? To continue on, to continue on another generation." That reminds me of Lisa. Why do I have to? If, if I was living forever, there wouldn't be a mitzvah. Maybe, maybe I would need to get married. The only so he thinks of the day of death. You're my Lisa. So that's why they said, don't worry, just like glass can be broken and it can be put back together, you know, you stick to a glass and you can put it back together as if it was never broken. So too, death is not the end of the road. It's just the, the lead up, the, the springboard towards Tzichiyat HaMesim, which is something much greater. Therefore, don't worry about it. So, Omerulei Rabbonon and Rabhamnun, sorry, before that I skip, Rabashi Olat Hilulun Libre, Rabashi he made the Chasna Fesan, Chazonu Rabbonon, he saw the Rabbonon, the Avokabotzi, Tuba, once again, they were very jovial, so I see Kasa, the Zugisa, Chibarita, he brought a cup of, of white glass, that's why they suggest maybe the Gersa Abab should have been the white glass as well, because but again, an expensive glass with the top of Hamani broken in front of them. The Arsibu, and they became dampened their simchon. Rabbonon and The Rabbonon said to Rabbonon Zutte, at the Fasna of Marbury de Rabbinon, that was the first one he had, Lishrei Lon Mar, please sing us something, sing us the Shira. So Omar Uti said to them, Buy Lon the Mishnah, woe to us. That we're going to die. Lie on the mist of woe to us, we're going to die, both in this world and the next world. So, Omri Nate, they said to him, Anan, Mana, Ali, Batrok, what should we say after you? What are we supposed to respond? You know, respond to him. So he said, Omri, he said to them, this is what you should say. Hey, Torah, where's our Torah? The Hey Mitzvah, where's the Mitzvah? It's the Megano, how long they can protect us. <coughs> in other words, what's happened to our Torah? It's not protecting us in the next world. And the mitzvah doesn't even protect us in this world, the Gemara says in Satan. They only protect you at the time you're doing the mitzvah. Again, what, what's going on here? Is this just a continuation of the previous thing? I thought we break the glass because we're, we're trying to make the coffin happy. The, don't worry about the day of death. <coughs> what's, what, what's, what's going on here? Another thing that Toshem wanted to say. Let's just finish off the two dots. Omar Rabbi Yechon, Rabbi Shimon ben Yechon. Said Rabbi Yechon in the name of Rabbi Shimon ben Yechon. 
Also, the Adam Shimani Tzachik Pepeinam Azeh, it's forbidden for a person to fill his mouth with Tzachik, with laughter, in this world. Shanem has said, Adi Mani Tzachik Pinu, only then would he fill our mouths with laughter, with the Shaninu and our tongues rinna with rejoicing. Amosai, when is that going to be? How does the Potter continue on? Bizman? Sheyogaru Vagoyim. Because we say, Adi Yogaru Vagoyim, at a time when the nations will say, Higdil Hashem la'asotimeyla. Hashem has done a great thing with these people. Look at what the Jews are, are now getting. They realize that what they got, all the enjoyments of this world, was nothing compared to what we're going to get. Omru Alom Reish Lakish, they said about Reish Lakish, Shemi Yomov, that for the rest of his days, Lomilei Tzachoyk Pir, Ba'ilam Azeh, he never filled his mouth in this world with with, uh, with rejoicing, Mechishama Rabbi Yechon and Rabbi. From when he heard this, this from Rabbi Yechon on his rabbi. Once Rabbi Yechon said, it's forbidden to fill your mouth in this world with rejoicing, he said, that's it. Now again, it does not say you can't be happy. It says to be memale to chokpid. To fill your mouth. That means going over the top. Where it gets out of control. Fine. And the positive chart, as we said, is because of the chorban. But I want to ask you a question. What's the obvious question is, so what's going on today? Today is a day when it's all about symptoms. So Do we have to limit it? Do we break any glasses today? At least intentionally I'm talking about it. Do we try and dance in the symptoms? Do we start singing songs? I mean, I'm going to try it for to see what people <laughs> respond. You know, violon, violate the visnon, violon, the visnon. I don't think we say anything that. Maybe it's the Megillah. Maybe. Maybe pa, pa, pa. I'll ask you a different question. I'll ask this in the Chazorah We said on Chathes on the base, we said, and Yohan gave us some sound advice. He said, No, they don't get angry and you won't sin. Anger is the cause of many sins. And Lord Sirve will not test it. Towards the bottom of Chathes on the base there, about seven, eight lines up. Lord Sirve will not test it. Don't get drunk and you won't sit. So what's the shot today? So some people, oh, some people say therefore, you're not supposed to get drunk, that's not what I mean. So I'm not discussing that, that means. So some say that means you should go to sleep, there's different shots. Maybe, maybe, you want to say that if, it's, if it's through a divine mitzvah, maybe, maybe it's different. Oh, so we've got a mitzvah to get drunk, but even if there's a mitzvah to get drunk, how do we have a mitzvah which is going to cause us to sin? And your arm obviously says getting drunk causes people to sin. How could Hashem have given us such a mitzvah? It says, you've got to get so drunk. I don't know if your father likes this one, but after the yard, I've been or a home in the Baruch Mordechai. You won't be able to. Be, one of the shots they gave is you won't be able to tell the difference. I'll leave you to work out the difference between or a home and a Baruch Mordechai. Should be the dignitary in the XA suit. That's right. But um, so what, what's what's going on today? 
Now I'll tell you the truth is, that, let's, let's just recap the story, you may or may not, some people know the first part of the Gemara, and some people may not be aware of the second part. And that goes like this, the Gemara says in Megiddo, that's when it says, Chai Venish Lebatunei, and uh, I said this over the women's saying your mother said she was going to tell you this once upon a time. But uh, I don't know why. But, but um, she says, five minutes of our So the Gemara then continues on and it says, it tells us a story. The Rabbi and Rabbi Zeyra one year were celebrating the Su'udah together. The Rabbi, Rabbi and Rabbi Zeyra, yeah. yeah. And during the Purim Su'udah, they got drunk. And Rabbi got up and he shafted, he killed Rabbi Zera. So, um, the next day, he dumped for him and he brought him back to life. So the next year, Rabbi went to Rabbi Zera, he said, how about we do it again this year? And yeah, Rabbi Zera said, we don't, we're not going to such miracles every year. And that, that's the story there. Now, of course, you think about whether it's to be taken literally, whether he did actually kill him, whether he didn't kill him, well, I'm not getting into that. Whether it means literal, whether it doesn't mean literal, that's a separate discussion. But what's shut in the story? What's going on here? So I'll tell you, the Ram says, the Ram says, he says, the Gemara brings that after Robber, again, I don't mean to spoil people's spirit, but he says, tell you that Allah is not like Robber. Because you see the damage they're getting drunk and caused, therefore Allah is not like Robber. That's what the Ram says. I said there are other shots, and I'm talking about if it means now it's getting drunk. What, what's going on? And just very, very particular, I think it's like this. So we have to understand, we have to understand what Purim is all about. We have to understand, this is the month of our door, what does Ammonic stand for? Ammonic stood for the, for the idea that Gashmius can be, can exist in and of itself, completely separated, completely independent of any Kedusha of the Rebbeinu Shlema. Everything's mikra, it's haphazard, it's lotteries, it's got nothing to do with Hashem, it's terror. Everything just runs its own course. We know, therefore, if it's independent of Kedusha, I made it as, therefore it's going to be finite. Anything which is physical is subject to the lapse of time. But we believe Azar. The month of Azar, the Gemara says in Beta, it's not talking about the month, it's talking about a tree there, it's widely called Azar. As, as people say, the kindly, the Dori, Dori, that it stands for generations to come. That's the battle against Amoric. That we believe that on the contrary, Gashmias is here, Parnassa is used in order. Food, drink, everything, all forms of physical luxury are there to be, to enhance our Avedo Sashem. It's to bring, to bring it up to a level of Kedusha. That's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. That's what, that's what the Gashmias is all about. And therefore, on the contrary, if you do that, you give it kill. Le Dore Dore. That's the battle against Hamoli. What does it say at the end of Pasha's Peshalat? It's a battle... Against Amoli, this is the battle. The battle is to show the world that even Gashmias can have Kiyam if it's got the connection to, to, um, oh, to Now, the thing is that this, until, the, until future time, it's not going to be like that. Because as long as Amoli exists, until we actually wipe out Amoli, it's not going to be like that. There's always the danger that a person can be drawn after the Ulam Azeh can be separate from his life of Amit HaShashem because that's the way it can be. Therefore, says the Gemara, don't get, don't get, a person has to be careful not to get too excited. Says the Rabbeinu Yonah, you know why? 
He says we're not talking about whether it's a base on it or not a base on it. That's not what it says in the Gemara. It says, Ba'ilam are there. He says, in this world, until there's manas go'ila, there's no hat get, the person's got to be careful not to get to rejoice too much. You know what he says? You know why? Because he says, once you rejoice too much, we're worried you may be drawn after Tanuge Elam Azeh. You'll be drawn after the luxuries of this world. That's the danger. Well, it's, 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 a, it's a, exactly, they, they go hand in hand. You get excited about Tanuge Elam Azeh, and then you get more drawn, etc. And you get more excited, it's probably a bit of a seesaw there, but it's... So what they got an exponential graph there. But the, um, the, the, the basic idea is that, that that's, that, that's the idea here. What's going to be in the future? The answer is in the future, we have to understand in the future, we'll get rid of our body. It'll be absolutely clear to the whole world, what does it say, or It means that everyone will be convinced, it'll be clear that nothing, but nothing, but nothing in this world is not our share. Even the physical is all our share. That's what, therefore there's no danger in the future. There won't be all Yemonis Chokpinu. All, they say, is other Zion. One above the Zion. When we come to that day, which is Ramadan in our Teva, we realize it's no longer Teva. That everything is above Teva. It's the other on top of the Zion. Then Yemonis Chokpinu. Even the Goyim will recognize that. And they'll say, Look at what the Yidin have got. This is something far. It surpasses what we've got. The physical luxuries is nothing. That was just a fleeting shadow. That's the day when we'll be able to fill our mouths with, with, uh, with rejoicing. That's the, the idea of this Gemara. And that's why at the marriage, at the Chuppas, they Dafka broke a glass, because the idea of a glass, a glass is see-through. The inside and the outside go together. The problem at the marriage, they said, is if, you, if you rejoice too much, we're worried you may be, the, the Neshama and the body may come apart. Because remember, the Neshama's interest in the Kedusha, now we're worried, maybe we're going to be drawn off the luxuries of this world. There'll be a breakdown of what we, we've referred to before, and there's that the inside and the outside should be the same, like a glass. That's why he took a glass, a very, very expensive glass, as was pointed out. But it was after a 400 good glass. Why 400? I've mentioned this more than once already. Because 400 represents M. But 400, 406, with the evolved it represents Emmet, the idea of being consistent, true, inside and outside. And he broke the glass because he said, this is the danger. If you overdo it, there'll be a breakdown in that consistency. That Tocha Kabaru, that link of the Neshama and the Gulf will be broken down. And that's why when the Asra Avina, Marbury Davina at, at the Chasana, they asked somebody to sing a song, what did he say? Vailon the Nisman, what's going to be? We're going to die. Why is there death in the world? Do you know why there's death in the world? It's because of this. It's what the Ramchal writes. The Ramchal says the reason why there's death in the world is because after the Chet of Adam it's impossible for the body to be raised up to the level of the Neshama. It's impossible. Therefore, there has to be the separation to allow the Neshama to go back, the body to do whatever to put it with Then we come to Tzriyat HaMetim and he says, you know what will be at Tzriyat HaMetim? The body, the body will rise up to the level of the Neshama. It will be absolutely one. Emma. That's what's going to be in the future. And that's why he sang. That could be why he sang this song. Vailon the Nisman. He's continuing that, that train of thought. We smashed the glass. Vailon the Nisman. We're going to die one day. That's what you've got to be so careful about. 
remember, the body, we don't want it to be too distant from the Neshama. Bide on the Mishnah, Torah won't protect us. If we don't, if the Torah and the body are separate, there won't be that protection. It's only if you use the Torah together with the Gashmir, then it'll provide protection with that. Now we can come back and answer our question. Why is Purim different? Now, please say the reason why Purim is different is because Purim is not the here and now. Purim is the old. What's my proof? Because in the future, you know which, which one of the old Torah is still going to be? Purim. As Abba now explained, the Yom Tovim, the Shodash Rukhonim, which are all Zechari Yisiyas Mitzrayim, we already saw in the first parak, will no longer be. Zechari Yisiyas Mitzrayim will no longer be. It'll be Tata. The Echo will be Gogamago. The only one which will still be is Purim. And then we've got Hanukkah, different. Some Yom Kippur, there's different, different versions there. But Purim is not the here and now. Because why? Because Purim is all about the Chiyas Amodik. It's a time when Amodik will no longer be. When it, it'll be clear to all. And that's why on this day we can rejoice without breaking any glasses. As intentionally. But we can rejoice, we don't have to be fearful of what's going to happen. We can drink the wine, because what does the wine do? The answer is, what the wine does is it brings us to this sense of, of the, the dual, the, the two things synthesizing, the fusing of the body and the soul. What's the proof? And that's what's going on in that story. Whether it's literal, whether it's not literal. But Rabbi Barak, it doesn't say he killed him. What does the Gemara say it did say? He shafted him. What's the idea of shafting? That's right. But to allow shafting is to give a Kaddish to animals. To allow the Neshama to go up, to be Miskari to Hashem. First of all, to disconnect. And then what did he do? What was the next thing he did? He doubled for him and he performed. That's what Purim is all about. Purim is the day when we can tap in to that Siyah It's greater than Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur is just Yom Kippurim. Yom Kippur is just stage number one when Shafti, we disconnect from all Gashmir. Purim is the disconnecting from Gashmir and then reconnecting. It's the Tchiyah Samaitim. That's what Rabbi said to Rabbi Zera. That's what he said to Rabbi Zera. He said, you've got to be careful because if a person goes too far, he disconnects too much, you can't always rely to be able to come back to the Tchiyah Samaitim. That's why he said you can't rely on the We're not going to that part of the story. But our component, that's the power of Purim. Purim is not the here and now. Purim is the all. And therefore, your money's quite clean and we can enjoy Purim. We don't have to worry about smashing glasses. We don't have to worry about the Tosha Kabara. This is the day when, on the contrary, the inside will come out. And that will define who we are. That's what the masks are all about. And the Epsashem will be there on this day, hopefully through Purim, that when we put our masks on, our Kodesh Baruch will take his mask off. He will reveal himself in his true glory. And the uh, all. Have a very good Purim Friday from Purim to everyone.